Welcome to the November edition of uh, Growth Access here. Uh, and uh, I want to present to you today something that I put together for what I'm hearing from some of you lately, and that is <clears throat> a remedy for the blahs, B-L-A-H-S, the blahs. People are saying to me, you know, I'm not as motivated as I used to be. I don't know. I just don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like uh, working so much. I don't need the money. Uh, but there are other, aren't any other things I want to do either. And so the hunger, I guess, literally the hunger is gone. And uh, there's a problem, I guess, of over-focus on work and not enough focus on the rest of your life. So I think that though people are successful, they haven't really left the survive level or the alive level if you think about my watertight doors. And they're still saying, you know, I should be working more, but I don't really feel like working more either. You need diverse interests, you know? You need to engage in some hobbies, volunteerism, exploration, more education, travel. I could go on and on. You know, these are never ending. Self-development. And so we need to fill our lives up more than just with work because work can get pretty boring under those conditions. And let me tell you that overcoming a past deficit doesn't mean that you don't compensate for that lack later. By that I mean it's one thing, let's say, not to have graduated high school, but it's another thing never to have done anything to compensate for that and to reacquire the education that you missed after that and along the way. And so overcoming things is fine, but you still have to compensate for the loss. A lot of you probably need a new crowd, new friends, new colleagues, new people with whom to interact. You need new interests. You need to take up some hobbies, some pastime. You need to know sufficiently about art or history or music or literature. You know, there's a reason that people have read Shakespeare and Dickens and Homer and Virgil forever and ever and ever. It's great literature. It contains lessons. And so maybe you should take a look and not just say, thank God I avoided them in school or I got by them in school, you know, by the skin of my teeth. What have you never overcome in terms of a challenge? Something you feel you're missing? Should you go on safari? Should you take a flying lesson? Should you learn to kite or windsurf or whatever that's called? Should you try out sailing? Do you want to go over the rapids? I don't know. But surely there are things you can try in your life. I'm not talking about bucket lists. I'm talking about things that keep you alive and invigorated. So ask yourself this, who do you want to be next year? You know, I don't advocate companies looking farther than a year or so out, nor do I for people. Who do you want to be next year? And what will it take to get you there? Is every day going to be the same, or are you going to start writing a new page in your book and not allowing other people to write it? And so the, the four, four dynamics here, are what are you doing now that you should maintain and nurture and sustain to be who you want to be next year? What are you doing now that you need to improve still more to be who you want to be next year? What are you doing now that you need to jettison because it won't get you to who you want to be next year and you might as well get rid of it? And what do you need to acquire to get to be who you want to be next year? These are questions you can ask clients, but they're questions also you should ask yourself. There's just no reason to have the blahs. There's a great saying by Matsuo Basho in the 15th century. He said, don't follow in the footsteps of men of old. Seek what they sought. 
Figure out what you're seeking. And then start to make your plan. Don't be blah. Doesn't get anywhere.